The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Luke. Jesus said to his disciples, You may be quite sure of this, that if the householder had known at what hour the burglar would come, he would not have let anyone break through the wall of his house. You too must stand ready, because the Son of Man is coming at an hour you do not expect. Peter said, Lord, do you mean this parable for us or for everyone? The Lord replied, What sort of steward then is faithful and wise enough for the master to place him over his household to give them their allowance of food at the proper time? Happy that servant if his master's arrival finds him at his employment. I tell you truly, he will place him over everything he owns. But as for the steward who says to himself, my master is taking his time coming and sets about beating the men servants and the maids and eating and drinking and getting drunk, his master will come on a day he does not expect and at an hour he does not know. The master will cut him off and send him to the same fate as the unfaithful. The servant who knows what his master wants, but has not even started to carry out those wishes, will receive very many strokes of the lash. The one who did not know, but deserves to be beaten for what he has done, will receive fewer strokes. When a man has a great deal given him, a great deal will be demanded of him. When a man has a great deal given him on trust, even more will be expected of him. The Gospel of the Lord. I've been reading uh, at the moment a book that I'm not familiar with. It's one of the Deuterocanons, so something that our Christian brothers and sisters are not familiar with, probably, the book of Maccabees. Maccabees is a recent, like, you know, it's pretty close to the time of Jesus, just in the centuries before Christ came. And it's really the story of how the Jews tried to safeguard their ground. You know, they're, they're being crushed, as usual, from every side. You think of all the enemies the Jews had, like from the beginning, they, their story starts as slaves in Egypt. Then they get free for a little bit and they're wandering through the desert and soon enough Assyria has caught them and then per, you know, Persia and then Babylon. And they're always under someone's thumb. And, and that's all the way through, even right up, right close to the time of Jesus. You've got the Greeks trying to not just take over them, but Hellenize their culture. You know, Greek kings or Greek um, emperors are picking high priests that are really pro-Greek so that hopefully the Greek culture filters through and gets rid of that Jewishness, you know? Um, so the Jews were constantly trying to safeguard their territory and their identity, and with, with varying degrees of success. I mean, to some degrees, they sold out. And when Jesus comes, he says some bizarre things. Imagine if for the past five centuries, you've been keeping a certain nation at bay. They're a serious threat. And then some peace-loving guy comes and says, I've come that you and they would be one. And you think, why? <laughs> That's not what we want. We, we want uh, separation from them. We want purity in our own little tribe. Jesus, what Jesus says, I think we hear it so often that we really don't get it. The Jews were not wanting to amalgamate with the Greeks. The Jews were not wanting to amalgamate with the Romans. The Jews were not wanting to amalgamate with the Samaritans. And Jesus says, I tear down the wall of division in my very flesh. So he doesn't stand above and say, hey, you guys work it out. He enters into the thick of it and says, if you want to destroy each other, 
take that out on me. And when there's everything pulverized and there's nothing left, please embrace. Are you ready for peace yet? Here's the thing. This enmity is not just for the Jews. We all have our strange, persistent shadows of enmity, shadows of self-assurance that we're the right one and, and everyone else is somehow off track. Hopefully it's always less and less, but, but this is in us. It's part of the, I don't know, the corruption of the flesh, if you like. And so the thing is, God is constantly appearing to us precisely in that flesh which we least are fond of. You know, Jesus comes to me in the disguise of my enemy. He says, are you ready for peace yet? No? Okay, I'll come back later. This is going to keep happening. I want us to just spend a moment as we prepare to come to the altar because we come as one family, having found that peace that the world cannot give. The world can't make it. The world doesn't know where to find it. Well, it does if they've heard the words of Jesus. But Jesus says, peace I give, my peace I leave with you. You will not find this anywhere else. I want to leave you with these words. They come from Judith, chapter 16. This is our song. Begin a song to my God with tambourines. Sing to my Lord with cymbals. Raise to him a new psalm. Exalt him and call upon his name. For God is the Lord who crushes wars.